Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome, everyone, to Project Management Office Hours, the number one live project management radio show in the United States. Broadcasting to you today from Phoenix Business Radio X studio in Tempe, Arizona. I'm your host, Joe Puzz, PMO Joe. And for the next hour, we'll be talking project management and leadership with our special guest today. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, the PMO Squad. Are you tired of failed projects? Deploy the squad to handle all of your PMO and project management challenges. Visit www.thepmosquad.com to learn more about all of their project management services. Just want to say thank you to the audience. We are approaching the end of the year, and this has been an amazing first year for us. The growth of the show uh, has exceeded all of our expectations. I continue to get regular feedback, uh, notes, book requests. I have more books than I can read, but keep them coming because to <laughs> me, it keeps me educated and informed of what's going on in the industry. So I, a big thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening and helping us be successful. I also want to mention that the PMO Squad and our partners, Vets to PM and Veterans to Work, have our next uh, Veterans Project Management Mentoring Wave kicking off December 17th. We've been able to help over 100 participants across 30 states, three countries, and received multiple donations from corporate partners as well over the past year. So for those who are listening and are veterans seeking some assistance and trying to get into the civilian project management world, this is a great opportunity for a program to get you connected with project management experts. And if you're a PM looking to give back to the community, what better way than to pair yourself up with a veteran? Uh, so visit the PMOsquad.com, look for our Veterans Mentoring Program on top, and get yourself registered to join the December 17th wave. Also a reminder to everybody who's listening that we are live, and we can prove that by you asking a question on Twitter. Use hashtag PMOJoe, and we'll take your questions live on air. So with that, I'm very excited today to have our guests, Naomi Cayetti and Raul Encinas. Please welcome Naomi and Raul, everyone. Naomi, I'll give you a chance to say hello to the listeners, introduce yourself, and share what you have going on. Hi, Joe. It's great to be here today to talk with you about my new book, Transform Your Project Leadership for Professionals Leading Projects and Corporate Initiatives. I'm the founder and director of Naomi Coyote Consulting, and my focus has been to offer just-in-time virtual services to niche clients as an author, speaker, and strategic consultant. And I'm here today with a little eggnog and some presents to share. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Naomi. We're excited to hear what you have uh, to share with everyone. And Raul Encinas. Welcome, Raul. Please share a little bit about you and your background with the listeners. Thank you, Joe, and congratulations on the success with the with the show to date. It's it's got to be exciting to be on that journey, uh, no doubt. Also, a roller coaster of sorts. Uh, and thank you for having uh, both Naomi and me. My name is Raul Encinas, and Foss Labs is a group collaborative company based on helping leaders, executives, project managers, and everyone access the wisdom that's trapped deep within people and teams. And so we do coaching and leadership development for project managers, executives, and teams. So thanks for having us. That's awesome. 
and as we heard there from Naomi and Raul, both of them are heavily involved in leadership with project management, and that's really going to be the focus of our discussion today with two outstanding experts uh, such as you here. Why would we go off topic, right? Uh, let's talk leadership. And Naomi, I, I'm generally thrilled and inspired about your new book on project leadership. Can you share your experience about writing and collaborating and publishing this book? Absolutely. So over the last few years, I've co-authored many books on project management, leadership, women entrepreneurs, and more. And writing a book is a project, and self-publishing your first book, is, it's a huge undertaking. Fortunately, I had the vision for my book, and I had a great network of leading industry experts who wanted to share in this experience. So over the last few months, I've been wearing the project, the product, the quality, the test, and marketing hats, working with the CEO of a local publishing company who has an amazingly talented distributed team. And it's been a great experience. And if you're thinking of self-publishing your own book, I suggest you reflect on these three things. Make sure you have a clear vision for your book. Do your homework. Find and hire the right team. Be present. Be ready to roll up your sleeves and be able to make quick, decisive decisions. Stay focused on your goal to reach the finish line. Certainly, I love the analogy of it's a project, right? As, as practitioners in our field, so many times we get this vision of projects are always IT related. But writing a book, I can imagine the challenge associated with that and having a project mindset to get that executed and complete, uh, I'm sure had you well prepared for that challenge. Oh, well, congratulations on that, Naomi. Thanks, Joe. Can you provide a little bit of an overview of the book? I believe it's Transform Your Project Leadership, right? For professionals leading projects and corporate initiatives, right? Who's your target audience? What's an overview? What's, what's in this book? What can readers expect to hear? Great. So my lofty goal was always to continue to pay it forward and encourage excellence in project management, leadership business, and inspire project leaders to lead. So my goal for the book was to answer this question for my readers. What is the secret other leaders have discovered to thrive in their current jobs, propel their careers down the right path, and apply a laser focus on core skills? So the purpose of the book is will provide in-depth guidance for reflection on leadership, advice to improve skill sets and close behavioral gaps, and offer actionable tips from leading experts on how to leverage the top 10 leadership competencies as identified by the Project Management Institute. And in specifically referring to the PMI Talent Triangle, which is now aligned with earning your professional development units in your three-year cycle if you are a credentialed project manager, business analyst, program manager, et cetera. And if I could, I'd like to give a shout out to the 11 international authors, speakers, and coaches in this book. They are Leadership Institute master's class graduates, past component leaders, and leadership and change management experts. They are Tony Adams, Donna Brighton, Jeff Crane, Deanne Earle, Ray Frauenhofer, Priya Patra, Karthik Ramamurthy, Elise Stevens, and Todd Williams, and of course, myself. And I'd like to also thank John Estrella, who wrote the foreword for the book. That's quite a list of uh, contributors you have there. Yes. And, you know, I have to say, 
Many of these authors I have met in person. Some I have never met, but we have, I'll call it, met through a virtual collision of the minds on the internet via Twitter and probably LinkedIn and other social media encounters where I just hit it off with some other like-minded project management professionals. That's fantastic. And, and Raul, I know as we hear Naomi sharing the, the topics within her book, your FOSS Labs, I believe, was doing leadership journeys. Uh, so similar uh, product, obviously delivered in a different package, but explain a little bit to our listeners about the journeys that you provide. It's exciting to see that many of us have seen the challenges uh, and the needs serving our organizations, CIOs, executives, but also the project managers who want to deliver higher levels of project success. And so going back to maybe 2011 or 2012, started to recognize that there's a strong reliance on project management tools and methodologies, rightfully so. You need those things as a core foundation to deliver a successful project. And yet there was a missing ingredient and uh, Naomi's book title and, like I said, PMI and several others are starting to recognize just how important project leadership is. And leadership is something that is not, uh, you can't distill it to a beaker, science, a, a measurement. It's something that varies based on the organization and the person themselves. And so what's what's interesting and what I, for example, like about what Naomi's done is she's solicited input from 10 to 12 different experts on different perspectives of leadership. And that's one of the things, especially as you study this, work with this, and help others explore their own relationship to project leadership is, it's very unique to each person. Um, And so what we do is help groups within companies, uh, within PMOs, do internal mastermind groups so that they explore what's meaningful about project leadership to them and to their organization so that they connect it to their business needs. And tapping into that wisdom and expertise within people is just completely fulfilling. Yeah, I can imagine. And and for us, what's been great, uh, if we go back to our last show, we had Belinda Goodrich on and Harold, Dr. Harold Kersner on. And a lot of that discussion was about the future of project management and innovation in project management and really focused a lot on leadership. As project managers, historically, right, we've had the, are you checking the right boxes on the checklist? Are you getting the right documents done? But that's, it's not good enough as we mature as a profession, right? We need to start providing value and understanding how leadership comes into play is really important. And I love this topic for both of you today to be able to share your insights and your experiences to help our listeners benefit from your wisdom uh, over the years. So how does it work a little bit, Raul, right? So can you dig in a little bit? What would a journey look like, a mastermind within a PMO for someone out there who's considering what you offer? What would that be for them? Yeah, thanks, Joe. As much as I geek out and care about project leadership, uh, that's not the end result. It really starts with some kind of business need or imperative. And for example, one company we worked with had a group of uh, 75 people PMs in their PMO and really caring people, really talented, really strong at the core foundations of project management and long tenured. They'd been with the company for quite a while. And so they were in a, in a routine of sorts. What 
they were getting in terms of feedback from their business units, the people with the budget, with the funding, uh, was feedback that the PMs had a little bit of an order taker approach. They would go in, sit quietly, listen to what was needed in the project, and, and then go about their business. And that sounds like probably it should be okay. But the executives really needed something different. They were struggling to respond to the changes in the market. And what they were hoping to see and weren't yet getting from project managers was a sense of ownership, like that this project really matters. And so it required a mindset shift. It didn't require skills or new piece of technology or anything. It just really required project managers to see themselves as owners, maybe even intrapreneurs. Mm-hmm. And to explore for them, what is it going to take for me to shift? And so that's not something you can do in a day or a half-day workshop or something. These journeys take three to six months. Uh, they require a level of safety and vulnerability. So we can talk about things that are a little bit scary because they make it, you know, it's a little bit of vulnerability. And a lot of it is about people and how we connect, how we form relationships how we make it easier for other people to bring out the best in themselves. And so the journey is a six-month exploration in that case of how to move from being an order taker to the business to become a trusted advisor and own the project or become the CEO of the project. And that's one example of the kind of work that we've done. That's fantastic. I, I love the fact that you're digging deeper into the individual, right? I, I've, I, I've probably said that a hundred times on past shows, Good project managers technically can execute a project. Great project managers deliver the business value that the organization is seeking because they're leaders and they understand how to deliver that. Naomi, I'm wondering in, in your book, just as we talked about here with our rule, there's a gap there, right? So how does your book address that gap or that need in project leadership and awareness for practitioners, uh, project managers, and PMI credential holders out there? Well, I really like how Raul um, stated what he's seen happening inside organizations and how he uh, is listening to the C-suite executives on what they're looking for and trying to put together kind of like an approach and and a framework to help those project managers align with their culture, align with their teams and align with their stakeholders. So in my book, I wanted to write a book that had the following goals in mind, and one of them was to fill a gap. And I've seen over the last, you know, 10 years that there still continues to be a rise in project failure, that it really has shed a light on the fact that anyone charged to lead a project needs to focus on enhanced leadership and behaviors. So, The second thing is I wanted it to be leadership focused, but with a multifaceted view from leading industry experts. Certainly, I could have wrote a book from my voice, but it's really great to have other voices in the community from their background and experience share and discuss these different leadership competencies. And third really highlighting the top 10 competencies needed for leaders of projects in today's global economy. And, you know, in your uh, previous show, you, Dr. Kersner spoke about, you know, the complexity of projects today and what project managers should be uh, prepared to and ready 
to do when they're assigned to lead a project. So I think professionals today should be focusing on a similar approach that Raul mentioned. They should make a shift to a growth mindset. They should be focusing on personal growth and development augmented by a mentor, coach, and or sponsor. This could be internal, it could be external, it could be self-leadership. There's a variety of ways this could be addressed, but also you wanna put into action plans to create opportunities to leverage your strengths and minimize your behavioral gaps. Yeah, and you mentioned internal. And Raul, I think I heard him say intrapreneur and not entrepreneur. Can you dive a little deeper on that, Raul? Intrapreneur. That, I'm intrigued by that. What's, what is the, the thinking behind that? Well, a lot of what we're seeing right now with uh, companies and organizations of all sizes is some way to deal with the complexity and the uncertainty that's out there in the marketplace. By and large, there is a need to move even faster, if you can believe, than we're already moving and adapt to the ever-changing requirements. And one of the things that we draw from in larger organizations is we look at what, what are the startup communities doing? What are, the, what are technolo- you know, fast-moving technology companies doing? So you might be in a, in a mining company you know, with 100-year lifespans of a mine and think you know, very long-term. And also you can learn from what a fast-moving startup that only launched six months ago can do. So this idea of entrepreneurship, this, this idea that anything is possible, the, the mindset that goes with that, innovation, creativity, willingness to fail, a lot of the concepts that go with entrepreneurship are relevant and, and sought after within organizations. And at the individual level, whether you're a PM, the leader of a PMO, or C-suite, you may not be able to or want to leave an organization that you care about or that matters to you. And yet you still have this need or willingness to be creative, to be fully fulfilled and have work that matters, which are a lot of the things that attract people to entrepreneurship. And so entrepreneurship is essentially what aspects of entrepreneurship or what aspects of this uh, can I bring into my current situation? I love the idea. I think it's awesome. And and I know that you're you're active in the uh, entrepreneurship world here in Phoenix, the hashtag Yes Phoenix community. Shout out to them. I think they do a great job locally uh, in the startup community and getting skills to organizations, maybe not the experience or, or the availability to capital or other words to be able to go get experience and bring in coaching and all that. So uh, great job working with them and shout out to them as they continue to grow and start planning their 2019 Phoenix Startup Week that's coming up uh, next year as well. If, if I can uh, maybe dovetail off of that or yes and off of that, you know, one of the underpinnings of the Yes PHX community is to be the most generous entrepreneurial ecosystem. And a lot of that is a, a willingness to help others, but also a willingness to ask for help. And I think that ties back in some ways to what Naomi's talking about with a, a growth mindset and a, not just a willingness, but a need to be in a continuous learning mode. So uh, all of these threads in my mind come together uh, very nicely. Yeah, and I think it, it ties in a little bit. I mentioned our veterans mentoring program a little bit, and, and I think that ties into what you talked about. And, you know, we're all consultants. We all go out there and we're helping clients. We're trying to make an impact. 
uh, oftentimes there's a bit of coaching and mentoring involved with that as a, in addition to what you're being contracted to come in uh, and do. Naomi, as a consultant, you've coached and mentored project managers, uh, sponsors, and teams. Can you share your insights on some of the commitments required for professionals to be successful when they're leading projects? Um, yes, I I touched on them briefly. Project managers need to recognize if they're choosing leadership, they're choosing to lead. And whether you have a title as a project manager um, or you are line staff or um, you have some other title but have, have been directed to lead a project, I like to, to say to people that you're never not leading. So what that means is you, you are always uh, being looked at to provide guidance and coaching and direction and helping remove barriers by working with the sponsors to help your team, communicating with your stakeholders the right messages at the right time. It's a shift in mindset because you need to grow as a leader. And I, I tell people that it's a daily mindful practice. And I also mentioned focusing on personal growth and development. If you don't have a mentor or coach inside your organization, I suggest that you find one. You can find one within your organization, perhaps in your project management office. Uh, Maybe you have a good relationship with your functional manager. Maybe you also seek out opportunities externally by working with the local PMI chapter and working with other like-minded project managers who may be who may be in a position you aspire to be in, or maybe you just hit hit off a good relationship and you can go to them for advice. And also, if you are looking to go from a project to a program, maybe agile or virtual project leader, you might want to find um, a sponsor, someone that's really got your back, who's going to speak well of you and help you find other opportunities to continue to move through your career path. That's some great uh, guidance. I appreciate that insight. And I think it's uh, one of the reasons we're doing this show, right, is that there uh, has never really been a voice for project management at the local level and the national level that we can bring that communities, those two communities together, talk about project management topics and have listeners get that input to then go take action on it. So today in, in all shows, I think are a bit of mentoring and coaching for the community. And it's a, a thank you to each of you to join the PMO squad community on project management office hours to provide that wisdom and insights to be able to help our listeners. So thanks for that. Actually, Joe, you you, uh, you remind me, I think it's important for people to to remember, we, we are all struggling with an aspect of leadership any given day. And while we're being in here as uh, invited guests, and we appreciate the opportunity to share what we've learned, uh, what's important is we, we all started somewhere, right? I, uh, you don't have enough hours on the PMO show for me to explain all the failures, all the mistakes, all the all of those uh, painful moments on that roller coaster. Uh, and I'm smiling here because uh, 
to be able to extract wisdom from those moments and to look back on that journey, I think is important to remember for anybody, regardless of where you are in your own path. And so whether you're just starting out and just trying to make sense or even asking yourself, where do I start? Or you're further along in your career, thinking about maybe the legacy that you're leaving behind, just know that you're not alone, that we are all challenged and we are all learning and we are all on the edge of our comfort zone. So if that helps you just get through even one day, thank you. I love it. That's awesome. Let's dig maybe just a little bit deeper on that from a PMO perspective, right? Is there's PMO leaders and those leaders have team members who are generally project managers. So Raul, how did how do you how can a PMO leader encourage project leadership behaviors in their team? Yeah, so at any level, but especially the PMO leader, you have to be the role model. And for whatever is personally meaningful to you in walking your talk and also whatever actions and behaviors, your organization, whatever organizational values are there, you have to, you have to be the role model for that. And so it, it starts, leadership always starts with the individual, with you. The other thing that somebody with a positional authority, someone with charter or budget or the ability to set priorities can do is to create a place or create time and space for project managers to learn from each other. It may seem like a impossible task, but to carve out one hour every two weeks for groups of project managers to get together and form self-directed mastermind groups, to compare notes, to not talk about tactical aspects of their projects, but just to connect as human beings and relate to each other. If you can even just start with that, you'll start to see a lot of progress in people relating to each other as human beings. A lot of leadership is around connecting as, as people. So that's, that's one starting point for a PMO leader. And I've had the good fortune to work for some pretty large organizations over the years as an employee uh, and attended several sales conferences, right? And it's so common in organizations to get the sales team together in an offsite, spend a ridiculous amount of money and pump them up for the next coming year so they can go excel. But we don't do something similar for project managers, right? As you were just mentioning, right? That team building concept, the ability to, to be able to go together and go excel at your profession. Not only that, but as PMs, you know, we're, we're on an island. We're out with our, with our team, our cross-functional team, our sponsor. You know, we may only ever get together with our fellow peers and colleagues maybe once a week. And that's, that might be a staff meeting, right? Maybe you're talking about really tactical or technical or mechanical things that, that need to be discussed. You have to deal with the administration of the business. Um, but those are usually not the best place to talk about something that's deeply challenging or I'm struggling with how to approach my sponsor with this challenge. And so those typically not the place where I can safely share my concerns and fears, but get wisdom and help from others. So uh, this, this project managers on an island is a common feeling for many. So anything we can do to foster internal community or help project managers connect with each other, even outside of the organization, is something that's much needed because you need to know you're not alone. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. And, and Naomi, I think a few times now you've mentioned within your book, right, you have these leadership competencies that you talk about, uh, 10 of them, I believe. So what exactly are those 10 competencies and how can people use the book to improve or accelerate project leadership using them? 
Sure. So in the book, there are 10 chapters that focus on the PMI's triangle leadership component. And, And in it, there are brainstorming, coaching and mentoring, conflict management, emotional intelligence, influencing, interpersonal skills, listening, negotiating, problem solving, and team building. And throughout my book, interpersonal skills are are sprinkled throughout the book. But these are the 10 competencies that have been identified by PMI in their PMI talent triangle. And I want to say this came out several years ago related to the continued, you know, issues with project failure, uh, problems with project managers, uh, not having the right skill sets. They would study to take a test. They would get that piece of paper with their PMP or other credential, and they would get hired by organizations, but projects were continuing to fail. So where was the problem? Where was the gap? And the gap was that a lot of what the PMBOK discusses are the technical side of things. Project managers need to also know strategy and they also need to know leadership. So they launched the PMI Talent Triangle and it actually addresses these 10 competencies for leadership for all credential holders. That means if you're a business analyst, a CAPM, which is a journey level, junior project manager, project manager, program manager, agile, it covers the gamut for all of those things. All of these competencies should be being used for all of those credential holders and these 10 leadership competencies is what they should be focusing on. And these are, I would say, and Raul can chime in, these are just kind of the basis for leadership competencies. There are more out there, but this should be the foundation that you have if you are out there leading projects in organizations. Yeah, if I, uh, thanks, Naomi. If I may share, I... I... I'm sometimes listening in on a podcast or watching a, a webinar and I'm always, and you know, like many people wondering like, all right, well, what do I do? How do I do this? Or what, what you know, what should I do about this? And so uh, maybe to, to bridge off that idea. So let's say you have Naomi's book and you're uh, wanting to become more familiar with these 10 competencies, you know, maybe you've gone to your manager or you don't have a lot of internal support. You might be a freelancer, an independent contractor, but you might feel kind of like on that island, a little bit by yourself. Uh, what I'd say that I'd encourage you to do is, is to follow Naomi's advice around choosing to lead. And what that might look like is to say, you take a book like Naomi's or maybe another one that speaks to you as well and get three or four other people, three or four other project managers and do a three-week pilot, do a three-week experiment and essentially do a book club around it. Read one chapter a week, Grab some questions off Google of uh, book club, you know, good exploration questions, and you're off and running with your own project management mastermind. That's not going to really cost you anything. Price of a book is well worth it. You're going to get huge ROI on that. And even more when you tap into the wisdom and knowledge of the people around you. So if you can find three or four other project managers who might feel the same way as you do, align on a book, 
you can do this right now. There's nothing getting in the way of you doing that. And that's a, that's a starting point to get to become familiar and decide for yourself which of those 10 competencies resonates, find your own point of view about it, and listen to the point of view of others. Yeah, I love that idea. So often we think of PMI local chapter meetings we go to as a similar concept, right? It's that mastermind of bringing like minds together and discuss topics. But oftentimes they're too big. Right, you get lost in those meetings. You don't really, you may be able to network and see somebody you haven't seen for a few months, but you don't get a chance to interact and have involvement with those individuals to dig deeper. So I, I love that concept. That's a great idea, Raul. It's awesome. Yes. And I, I really like um, the idea of masterminds. And in my book, I do give the readers uh, some insight in part one and two in the introduction. And I, and I did create a section in the back on how to use my book. So the idea is that you'll determine by reading those sections, the best approach on what you need for just in time, short and long-term goal setting. And I think another thing that I'm hearing right is common between this is within organizations, we treat project management differently than the other functions. Right, We don't give them the same tools or attention or funding, whatever it may be. Um, I'm also on the board of directors for SIM Arizona. And for those that don't know, SIM is the Society for Information Managers. It's a national organization with local chapters, and it's focused on IT leaders, right? So C CIOs, CTOs, CISOs, et cetera. And locally, our next speaker coming up is the topic is on emotional intelligence. And Naomi, as you were talking through your chapters of the book, it made me reflect on the fact that leaders, right, C-suite leaders in the IT space that are members of SIM are about to listen next week to a speaker talk about emotional intelligence. And as project managers, we have a great book coming out of which the chapter is emotional intelligence and how project management really is as dependent on the organization to give it tools and resources, just as sales or accounting or HR, any other department. So this discussion has been great for me as well to be able to connect some dots of uh, within my world as well. And I think that, you know, that last little topic there was uh, how do we start, right? That's kind of for the starting out. But what if you're an advanced PM, right? What if you already have some experience here and Raul, what does the more seasoned PM do? What's kind of an advanced course in project leadership from your perspective? Yeah, thanks, Joe. And uh, I think uh, from what I've read about Naomi's book, uh, she, she was gracious in sharing an advanced copy with me. Uh, I know we're like-minded about this. You know, one of the first roles of a leader is to help bring out the best in other people and help them grow as leaders as well. And so whether you are the senior most individual contributor PM or the executive level leader of a large PMO, at the end of the day, that's a core part of what you need to do. And that's going to vary based on the people. You might have 10 or 100 PMs reporting into you, and you know that that's not a, there's no cookie cutter solution that's going to address the needs of all of them. But advanced concepts, one of the things, got a webinar on projectmanagement.com, actually several. One is three advanced concepts for project leadership. And those three are leader as coach. So in what ways can I bring out the best in the people around me, regardless of whether they report to me? And what coaching capabilities, how can I use open-ended questions and so forth to help people access their own resourcefulness? 
which is what a leader as coach does. Another advanced concept is leader as change agent. We know every project is a change. And a couple of decades ago, I'll just speak for myself, you know, ancient history, when I started out, projects were 18 months long, and they were very large scale and complex. And inevitably, you know, we, we earned our stripes. Um, but now things are moving much more quickly. And we no longer have 18 month changes, we have continuous change. So as a leader, you have a responsibility to role model the behaviors that are needed as part of this continuous change environment that we are now all living in. So leaders change age is the second concept. And the third one, again, especially as you start to think about your impact and your exponential impact throughout the network of people whose lives you've touched, the idea of your leadership legacy is the third advanced concept. What am I leaving behind? I'll leave you just with that question. That's awesome. I love the thought-provokingness of that. That's uh, get us all thinking. We'll take that kind of one step further. Advanced concepts and project leadership now saying, how do I become successful at projects? Right? Because we can now take leadership skills to be able to execute, which is ultimately our goal. And Naomi, it, your, the introduction of your book makes the assertion that leadership is actually key to project success. Can you share kind of your reflection on that and how to transform, transform project leadership uh, in your call to action for readers? Sure. I share in my book in a section on reflection, how to kickstart your career goals in 2019. So the new year is always a perfect time to reflect on your prior experience to move forward. And it's a great time to dust off those old habits, wipe the slate clean and start fresh with new goals and objectives. And really, if you're not doing what you love and love what you're doing daily, isn't it time for a change? So three ways you can kickstart your career goals are to reflect, take stock of your accomplishments and failures there's really so much to learn by taking this first step early in the year. And you've got 12 months to plan out your goals and targets that you want to reach. Plan slow to move fast. And Raul will probably want to chime in on that. This is a startup approach. You should carefully build out a strategy for your career and plan for how you are going to reach your goals. Your career is an investment and you need to treat it that way. And lastly, act now. You need to get out of your comfort zone and act. And you need to focus, as we've discussed, on how to achieve a growth mindset to move past your obstacles and turn them into opportunities. Really? You want to jump in? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping up and down with uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, excitement here. So if I can maybe uh, double click into the reflection part, because that course. speaks uh, near and dear to me and, and echoing all the other good things Naomi's sharing. So given the fast pace that many of us are in, the thought or idea that you're going to take time to think or take time to just be and not do anything. I know if I'd been listening to this in my 20s, I'd be shaking my head like, Dude, there is no way I'm doing that. And yet, and yet, a little part of me inside hopefully would have heard the message. And so if you're skeptical, be skeptical. Uh, if that doesn't speak to you, no worries. Uh, it may at some later date. But for those of you who are curious 
about reflection and the power that it has for project leaders or leaders at any level. Here are three questions that you can use in the new year or at any point when you get yourself away from the inbox and the notifications. So in no particular order, explore who do I want to be for the people I work with? That's one to contemplate. Another question to ask yourself is, who am I when I am at my best? And then a third one's a little bit more of, a, of an activity. You can use post-its like I have in front of me or a whiteboard or whatever creative tools you like. And it starts with asking yourself, when have I been most alive or most engaged at work? And think about a really specific moment. That part's important. And once you've identified a moment when you felt most alive or most engaged as a leader or as a project manager, then start to dive deep into that. Do a five whys exercise. And that's a simple thing of, well, what about that moment caught my attention? And it might be something like, you know what? I felt like I was part of a team. And then ask yourself, well, what about that? <laughs> Why'd you feel like you were part of the team? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because, you know, we, we did something uh, that was meaningful. And as you keep going down, you'll find for yourself what's true. And those gold nuggets that are deep within, those are things that will help you. And that's what you can gain and benefit from in a reflective practice. Yeah, and again, shameless plug for the show, right, is obviously I subscribe to my show podcast, the recordings after this. But I frequently go back and re-listen to them because the first time I listen, I don't hear everything, right? I hear where my mind is at that time. The second time I listen, I take in more. And usually the third time I listen, I actually hear the whole show. Uh, a lot of that is because I'm hosting and I'm trying to stay in the moment. But as listeners out there, I think we just can't process everything that we take in in such a big chunk. So take the time to obviously subscribe to the shows to be able to go back and listen to each of the guests because the insights they have uh, with the leaders that we're bringing on may not hit you at that time, but six months from now or three months from now, it may be the perfect spot for that discussion. So Naomi, we've talked a lot about your book and I'm eager to, to learn more are you ready yet to share the audience your Amazon book launch announcement and where the audience can purchase the book? Yes. Today, I am pleased to announce book pre-order news and book launch dates. And I can tell you, this has kind of been a day-by-day -day activity to get me to this point. I was working with my publisher. I told her I had a radio show and I said, can we make it happen? So with her amazing team and my focus to be present, to roll up my sleeves and do what I needed to do to get work done, I'm bringing my book today to your show so that your audience knows that they can pre-order my new book, Transform Your Project Leadership on Amazon.com and Smashwords. And Smashwords is one of the largest distributors of ebook titles for iBooks, Nooks, and other readers. So on Amazon.com today, you can pre order a Kindle version for $9.99, and a paperback version will drop soon for pre order at 
And also today, it's available for pre-order on Smashwords for $9.99. And when I looked last night, you can actually see a preview of my book on Smashwords. So you can pre-order my book right now from the comfort of your home, or you can walk into any major bookstore and request to order my book today. All you need to do is to provide the name of the book or the author name, Naomi Coyette. Your pre-orders will ship early January 7th, 2019. So that is awesome. Transform Your Project Leadership from Naomi Coyette is announced today on Project Management Office Hours. I'm so pleased for you, Naomi, to be able to get that out there. And I'm wondering, are you going to offer any sort of training or workshops, webinars in 29 after the book comes out to kind of let readers get in-depth with you beyond just the book itself? Absolutely. So I would suggest that you check my website at www.naomikayeti.com to find out all the details about pre-ordering my book. So I've updated my website. You can see the front cover of my book, the back cover. There's links to Amazon.com and Smashwords. Uh, You can download my press release where I talk about my book and get information about my book launch party in early January 2019 here, probably somewhere locally in Folsom. Uh, There is a new Folsom uh, co-working uh, business that's getting ready to launch. I'm I'm working with them actively to see if we can plan a launch party, and I'll be posting any webinars, podcasts, and more on my website. So you should be able to on my website sign up so I can send you an announcement about the launch party. I'll be giving away prizes. I'll be doing a Twitter chat and I'll be available in person to do book signings. Um, You can meet with me and, um, you know, I'd love to have my local community come out and participate as well as uh, my um, online followers. So, Please connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and check back on my website to get all the updated information. That's exciting. Will there be cake? If there's cake, I'm coming to California. <laughs> we're, all, we're all coming. <laughs> sure. And and you mentioned co-working space. And, and I when people, it's kind of that what triggers things in your mind. We're in a co-working space where we, we record. We're at Max 6 here, the home of Arizona chapter of Conscious Capitalism. And a big thank you to them for hosting the studio here for us. So for all of those who use co-working spaces because of the availability, accessibility, affordability that they provide, uh, they provide a great service to the community. So thank you for them. And Raul, you know, you've talked, to, obviously, we're focusing on project management and leadership. But as an executive coach, I'm assuming FOSS Labs goes beyond just project management and can has a broader reach. Is that true? Yes. Uh, and thank you for asking about that. We, again, we, we're going to help executives and organizations tap into the wisdom and knowledge that is trapped deep within the organization. You know, just yesterday, we ran a workshop with a, a bunch of executives. And one of the activities we did was a, a roadmap, a big mural up on the wall, about 40 feet wide, 10 feet high. And they were taking uh, large scale papers and pages and putting all the major milestones that they have experienced over the last three or four years. And if you would have seen just the the facial reactions and the body language of 
all that they have accomplished. People forget, like we all forget how much we've done and all these good moments and how much we've uh, achieved. And so just being able to reflect on that and help a leadership team see how agile they already are, for example, when they think they might not be, or help people realize that they are already leaders. For me, that's one of the most fulfilling things we can do. So we help through workshops and through learning journeys, uh, teams and individuals access that wisdom. Uh, we believe the expert is already inside of each person. So That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and just a reminder to the audience as well, to uh, Saturday, PMI Phoenix chapter is putting on their Agile Up sessions. And actually two of our former guests are going to be involved on that. So Warwick Pond, who's executive director over at ASU, will be leading one of the sessions. And Dmitry Ponomarov from Kanban Zone will also be leading one of the other sessions. So uh, Project Management Office Hours continues to make contributions to the community through our guests as well as on air. So that's fantastic. Well, we are, as with all of our shows, we, we fly through these shows so quickly. Uh, and it's hard to believe that we've kind of reached the end of our time here. But before we say goodbye, I want to give each of you a, a one more chance to let our listeners know uh, anything that we may have missed or how they can get in touch with you, what you have coming up. Uh, Naomi, we'll start with you. Sure. Every year I get the opportunity to uh, deliver webinars on the great IT project manager. Definitely put a posting on my website for you to link to. But earlier this year, uh, because I had been developing my book, I gave a presentation on my specific chapter um, in the book. And so uh, next year, I'll probably be focusing on a, a, a new topic. I haven't picked one, but certainly if, if anyone out there has an idea of what they're not hearing um, on webinars or podcasts that they'd like to hear about, pitch me your idea and I'll see if I can come up with a webinar. Um, otherwise, I get asked to, to pitch a topic and I come up with one. So find me there. You can also find me on several blogs. I appear at projectmanagement.com as well as I have a, a blog called The Extraordinary Leader. And I also have webinars out there of which one of my top webinars this last year was called The Self-Aware PM. I have probably over 11,000 views of that webinar. It is a topic that is focused on emotional intelligence and leadership. And so um, I've had a great response of folks listening to that webinar and getting a lot out of it because they are providing me feedback. I also have a blog at projectmanager.com. And I'll be writing some new articles there for 2019 and as well as certainly follow up on my website to get more information uh, about the bonus material I'll be posting up on my website for January for those readers of who have purchased the book. So um, there will be information on per, uh, personal growth and development and more. So um I expect it to be a really great year in 2019. I hope to connect and engage with a lot of 
of my followers. And I hope that um, I'll start a blog on my website to highlight each of the authors that appear in my book so you can get more information about them and the great work that they're doing out in the community. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. And, and also thank you for the interview you conducted uh, with me uh, that you've posted out on social media as well, helping uh, expand our reach for our program beyond the thousands of listeners that we already have. Great. Yes, I posted it up on LinkedIn. There is a article on your show and it was a great interview. And um, wow, you're doing amazing work, Joe. Let's give a hand for Joe for all the work he's done this year. You certainly have been on a journey. And, you know, I was really excited when I actually stumbled across your podcast and asked to be a guest. And um, it's just amazing how many of us are finding our voices out there. And Joe, I expect great things from you next year. So thank you so much. Here, here. And Raul, uh, last chance to share with the audience uh, more about what you have going on or anything uh, that you have that uh, they can get in touch with you. Appreciate it. Thank you. So uh, just like on the show, lots of tools I can offer. I want you to reach out to me. If you're a do-it-yourself or you want to figure this stuff out on your own and just need a little bit of a nudge or a boost, there are lots of really great resources out there. You don't need to necessarily engage FOSS Labs for a large-scale engagement. So reach out to me on Twitter at Raul Encinas, R-A-O-U-L-E-N-C-I-N-A-S, or go to FOSSLabs.com, P-H-O-S, L-A-B-S. If you like projectmanagement.com and are part of that community, you can also check out the Becoming the CEO of the Project webinar or that three advanced concepts for project leadership one. If you're going to be at the SIM meeting in February, and Joe, hopefully I'll see you there, but no pressure. I'll be uh, running a little bit of a mini workshop and talk around leading change in an agile world. And for everyone else, I just want you to feel like you're not alone. Uh, you do belong to a community, and by virtue of listening to this show, uh, we have now formed communities. So please feel welcomed and encouraged to reach out and ask for help. Lots of people that are willing to help you out. Don't be shy. That's great. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, that goes along with our saying at the PMO squad, we chose squad for a reason because once you're in the squad, you never leave the squad, right? So uh, you're now members of the squad. So thank you for coming on board. Uh, Also want to just remind all of our listeners that we are live the first and third Thursday each month. Our next show will be back on Thursday, December 20th, right before Christmas. And we'll have Mark Perry Price and others on with us. A reminder also that these shows are recorded uh, and then used as podcasts. So subscribe to your favorite podcast. Project Management Office Hours is out there on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc. And we are, I believe, the number one project management podcast on iHeartRadio right now, which is pretty cool. Congratulations. Thanks. Never, never intended to start out down this path, but I love it, so I'm not going to stop. Also want to thank our sponsors, the PMO Squad. Deploy the squad to build or improve your PMO, lead your key strategic projects, provide custom project management training, and assist with your project management software implementations. You can find out more by visiting thepmosquad.com and see all of their project services. That's it for now. Office hours are closed. Until next time, I'm PMO Joe, and you've been listening to Project Management Office Hours. Mm